Welcome to our podcast. We have been talking about all the different hormones and chemicals that happen in our brains during different times in our lives and how we can work to help us react better. So who would like to first talk um, about what we've learned? Okay, go ahead, Finn. So I'll talk about cortisol. Cortisol is the opposite of serotonin. When you get stressed, your cortisol level goes up and your serotonin level goes down. Yeah. Cortisol is something you don't really want and serotonin you kind of want a lot more. And you'll get a lot of cortisol if something really scary happens to you or you get hurt badly. Yeah. Anyone else have something to add to that, Oscar? um, I mean, sorry, Owen. (laughs) uh, I wanted to ask, what is serotonin? Oh, who knows what it is? Oh, Logan. Uh, Serotonin is something that uh, can make you you, uh, live longer and makes you happy and calm. what also can make your serotonin t- can go up when you get uh, cortisol. You can you can either do uh, you can either do uh, do a meditation. Okay. Or or you could do something that makes you uh, or makes you happy and like sports or or creativity. Oh yeah. So maybe take a break, do some artwork, go yeah. shoot some shoot some hoops and basketball if that makes you happy or maybe dance if that makes you happy so those are the things that can work um oscar you wanted to add to this what did you want to say okay tell us about that it's a natural painkiller that's um a little bit better than this well way better actually than this uh painkiller called endorphins it uh like something from like a hospital oh you mean morphine yeah morphine. yeah so endorphins are, are is actually something that occurs naturally in our bodies to help us feel less pain and feel an elevation in our in our mood yeah. and that also is released when we do something creative or when we do sports yeah. or even if we meditate um I wanted to ask you, Nico, you had something to teach us, some some breath work that we were learning about in our happy and healthy project based or problem based learning activity. So, um there are different breaths that help you um to um calm down. Okay, tell us about that. So one of them is the um, flower breath. Oh, the flower breath. How does that work? So it's like you're blowing out a flower. Okay, so teach us the steps. So first you get in like a standing position or um, a sitting position. Okay. And then what you do is... um close your eyes okay everybody close your eyes and then what Nico then um make it like you're picking up a 
of a flower. Okay, pretend like you pick a flower, and then, then what? Pretend to smell. Okay. Then what? You. Like, take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Changing to smell that flower. Then exhale and pretend to blow the flower petals. Okay, let's do that together, everybody. Ready? Take the flower. Close your eyes. Breathe. Smell the flower. And then blow the petal. Whoa, just doing that made me feel a lot calmer. That was a nice one. Is there another breath we've been learning about? The woodcutter breath. Oh, when would you want to use that one? You'd want... You'd... Maybe like if you're done taking a really hard test yeah, or something? Or, or if you want to, or if you're on a road trip and you get out of the car like at a stop and want to stretch. Okay. So how you do it is you stand tall in a mountain pose. Okay. Like you put your hands together above your head. All right. And then you can connect to them. Okay. And then you bend down and act like you're chopping some wood. Okay, so breathe out when you go down, right? Yes. So, or wait, do you breathe out when you go down or when you go up? I think when you go down, you go and you breathe in when you come up. Is that how you do it? Yes. yes. And you can also go through your legs, which will make it a little better. So you know what? That breath just gave me a lot of energy. I feel like I just got lots of energy when I did that breath. So it was not the same feeling as the flower breath. No, it wasn't. What's another one we learned? Owen? Um, this one is called the bee breath. Ooh. Um, so what you do is you can sit comfortably Okay. Uh, with a tall spine and with your shoulders back. Close your eyes or gaze gently down in front of you. Okay, everybody doing that right now? All right. You take a few deep breaths to calm your mind and body. You come to the present moment. Breathe in and out through your nose with your mouth closed. As you exhale, keep your mouth closed and make a long... Okay, ready everyone? Let's do it together. That was a nice feeling. I like that one. When would you want to take that kind of breath? What do you think? Well, sort of like the wood chopper breath. I would do this out after long stressing tests. Yeah. Or maybe before you go to bed or something yeah. like that. Okay. Um, Logan. This breath is called the loving kindness breath. Uh, you can choose. Uh, you can choose a standing or comfortable upright position, such as such. Such as sitting in a chair, okay. sitting cross-legged, or sitting on your heels. 
Close your eyes if that is comfortable and begin to tune in to the sound of your breathing. Okay. Take a deep breath in, then slowly exhale for five counts. On your next ex exhale, think of f filling yourself, yourself with love. Imagine the color red enveloping your body. On the next exhale, think of sending love and kindness to someone close to you. Then as you exhale, sending, send love, loving kindness to someone you are having a difficult relationship with at the, the moment. Oh, wow. That is so nice. That makes me feel like my serotonin level just went up. Yeah. That's a good one. What did you, why, why would you do that one, Logan? Uh, I think why would you use that one is because, is because like when someone, when, when you like have, when your friends or, or your, uh, your parents or someone, you could just, you could, uh, you could do that somewhere else from there to, uh, to not think of that, and when you do that, you could uh, use the uh, relation, uh, the uh, bad relationship, to uh, to calm yourself, and then probably you just say sorry to them. Oh yeah, maybe for forgiveness or to work on yeah. improving a relationship you have with a friend or family, or just to be grateful, right? Okay, and then Oscar. Oscar had something he wanted to add. Oscar, did you want to add the last breath? Someone else wants to add the last breath. I think the last breath was what, Owen? The deep belly breath. Oh, the deep belly breath. Oscar, come tell us about the deep... No, we haven't done the deep belly breath. That's the one where you lay down, you put what? So this is the deep belly breath. This one is also known as yogic breathing. Yeah, yogic breathing. To practice this deep belly breath, choose a comfortable upright position, such as sitting in a chair, sitting cross-legged, or sitting on your heels, or come lying on your back in a resting position. Place your hand on, place your right hand on your belly and your left hand on your chest. Okay. Take a deep breath and four counts. Then exhale through your nose for four counts. Let's try that. So you keep your mouth closed and breathe through your nose, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. If your lips closed, feel the rise and fall of your chest and belly. If you're on your back, you could place an object like a stuffed animal on your belly to help feel and see the rise and fall of your belly. Oh, I like that. We could take a stuffed animal, like this little stuffed bear here, and place it on our bellies. And then we can actually watch it go up and down as you take that deep breath in and deep breath out. Do this deep belly breathing for a few minutes. So when do you suggest doing that type of breathing? I would either do it after a test or right before I go to bed. Nice. Okay.
anyone else have anything to add about this health unit we've been learning about and mindfulness? Yes, Ben? Anything else, uh, Nico or Logan? Uh, I think, have we done oxytocin yet? What is oxytocin? What does that have to do with all this? Uh, I think oxytocin is one is kind of like serotonin. But, yeah. But it's it's uh it's transporting it to you, the serotonin to you. It's when it's when you are uh, looking to a cute animal or someone's eyes, and then 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 you feel calm and happy and wanna. Uh, hug it or yeah it. yeah when you feel connected to an animal or a person you feel this connection and that is a nice feeling because we are social creatures and we're supposed to feel connected to one another I'll add on to that it's uh, um, it's the love hormone yeah and it, is. it will obviously boost your serotonin yeah. level it's it's not just one good thing, it's two good things. It's yeah. a lot better than cortisol. Yeah. It's serotonin and oxytocin creates serotonin which makes you really happy and so I think set you up for the day. To me that loving kindness breath is what I think of about when I think of those those two different hormones, yes. Uh, also, uh, I wanted to add to the serotonin part. Okay. Uh, that serotonin can be contagious and also cortisol. Yes. So if you're feeling really happy and yeah. elevated, you're gonna like, you could make other people feel that way. When cortisol is contagious by. When someone when someone gets yelled at and then uh, you feel scared that it's gonna turn on you too, yeah. then your cortisol goes up. And that's where these breaths can really help you to kind of protect yourself. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for this amazing episode. What should we call this episode? Uh, I think we should call it the science of kindness. Ooh. Do you like that? Yeah. yeah. The science of kindness. Thank you, friends.